isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. For those of us who drive, a short road trip can be a great way to soak in the lingering weeks of an Oregon summer. And you know, getting out on the road with no real agenda can be exciting, but I'm sure a lot of us have experienced the flip side because a road trip can go really, really wrong if you don't plan the basics. So today on CityCast Portland, our lead producer, John Atariani, is talking with a self-described Oregon road trip expert. Norther Emily of Wild Solitude Guiding is sharing her best tips and route recommendations to help those of us still looking for a last minute adventure. It's Thursday, August 10th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Talk to me about planning. What's like the biggest thing you need to figure out? I mean, the biggest thing to figure out is just like getting your pre-planning down before you leave. You don't have to be like a super uptight, detailed planner. You don't need like a, a really hard agenda or anything, but you do need like a map, like a physical mm-hmm. map that lives in your car. You have to have a road atlas. I used to have um, one of those. Yeah, you should have one in your car. I mean, not just because it'll help you if you get lost and your phone stops working, but there's all kinds of like neat little details that you can read about in there. So, you know, you might be driving through somewhere and there might be the world's largest glacial erratic five minutes off your route that you just have to go see. (laughs) I've definitely I've made every mistake that you can make at this Mm -hmm. point. I have forgotten water. I have forgotten to get gas. I have left without my map. I have. Um, had a tiny medical thing turn into a big thing because I didn't have like a basic first aid kit. There's just like some kind of small details that if you sew them up at the beginning, it can prevent you from not having fun on your road trip. Yeah. I mean, when you think about getting your map and getting your plan together, I mean, on one hand, there is figuring out your route and sort of going off in a direction. But you also talk about like setting your intention and figuring out why you're going on this trip, which I think isn't something that a lot of people necessarily are going to think about. But you say that's really important. What do you mean by that? For a long time, I used to plan trips and I would kind of like I go into it thinking like, oh, I want to have this like restful, peaceful experience. But then I get out the map and I'm like, well, I want to go here and also here, 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 here and here. And the next thing you know, I planned myself this like very extensive, like highly involved road trip that is not restful or relaxing, although it is cool. Where you're driving like 10 hours a day on like. Yeah. And then you get home and you're like tired. You're like, this yeah. vacation made me tired. What? Where did I go wrong? So being really clear up front, like. Do the whole thing. Close your eyes for a minute. I know it's a little woo-woo, but just like take a minute and think to yourself, like, what is the experience that I really want to have here? Because sometimes we think like, oh, this one time I went to the beach and we just like sat in the sun and we had snacks and the weather was perfect. It was so nice. Like, I want that experience again. But the weather might not be that great at the beach. So getting really clear on the fact that you just want to like bask in the sun and have a snack and like spend time with your friend. 
you can probably like have that experience somewhere else even though your mind may associate it with like going to the coast. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. And it sounds like part of that is also just being really flexible at having to change your plans at the very last minute. Just go somewhere else and like be ready to do that. Exactly. Everybody who lives in the Northwest probably has like a nine mile long bucket list of places they've seen or heard of or would love to visit someday. Forget about all of that. Just figure out where the weather is good and go there. You've also talked about using like park rangers as a resource, especially for dodging sketchiness. (laughs) Tell me about staying out of sketchy spots. (laughs) Yeah. So um, park rangers, especially like if you're in a national park or some other kind of like really heavily developed recreation area in the Northwest and there are rangers or there are other, you know, um, land management professionals. Those people know everything. They're the ones mm-hmm. that have to clean up the messes when somebody comes in and parties in a spot. They know about all the sketchy stuff that goes on. So when I'm traveling to a new area, sometimes I'll swing by the national park or the state park campground, even if I know it's full, and just ask the person at the at the window, like, hey, I want to sleep in my car for free. Where should I do that nearby? And Mm -hmm. they, I mean, a lot of those people travel from place to place, like from one park to another um, throughout the year. So oftentimes, like, they also sleep in their car in the woods sometimes, and they know all the good spots. (laughs) Yeah. Well, once you are on the road, though, and you're out there, and you like kind of have a plan, but you're still staying loose, like, what's a couple like really easy mistakes that you could make, but you can avoid? The most important advice that I can give you is do not speed in small towns. As an example, the speed limit in all of the coasty towns is 30 miles per hour. It's very slow. If you've been on the road a long time, it's going to be very hard to drive that slow. Just do it anyway, because you don't want to get a speeding ticket in like a tiny town. And then uh, from there, I would just make sure that you kind of have a plan of like, If you're going to Central Oregon or Eastern Oregon, not a lot of gas stations, you need to fill your tank before you leave town Um, because you may find some excellent side trip that you need to go on. And then you're like, actually, I I can't drive up that mountain. That happens a lot in, in Eastern Oregon, especially you can go 80 miles between gas stations. And, mm-hmm. and it's a really cool 80 miles where there's like a lot of really good <laughs> stuff to see, but you got to yeah. be really careful and pick and choose, you know? And then always make sure that you have like basic human stuff in your car that human bodies need. You should look in the back seat and be like, I could survive for three days on the stuff that I have in this car. I'm good. I can go now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're not necessarily talking about like fully prepared meals. It's like, no, but just don't die. Well, now that we have all the tips, Norther, uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and I want to hear a couple ideas about some road trips we could do. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. 
Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, so you brought a couple ideas of some road trips that people could do at this time of year if they're ready to get out there this weekend. Let's walk through them. What's the first one that you think people might want to check out? So um, I think this is a great time of year to visit the Mackenzie Pass area. It's not like a choose your own adventure where you, you're driving through the woods and you're like, who knows? Like there's very clear stops, like stop here and look at this awesome waterfall. Now stop mm-hmm. here and look at this also awesome waterfall. <laughs> stop here and, and climb to the top of this neat little lava castle and look out over the vast lava fields. You know, there's there's really clear, like obvious things for you to stop and do. So it's pretty brainless. You don't have to have like a map or a bunch of research or a plan or anything. You can stop and swim. You can pick berries. You can just look at lava and think about what that was like. That's a great road trip. And you can get there by either going south on I-5 to Eugene and taking like the Mackenzie River Highway 126. Or you can take Highway 20, which goes along South San Yam. That's a beautiful Mm -hmm. road that I feel like I don't ever hear people talk about. There's some fun stops along there like House Rock. And it's just a really scenic, beautiful river canyon. It takes about three and a half hours to get there. So the whole trip in total is about seven to eight hours of driving, Mm -hmm. um, which is pretty reasonable for a weekend. Yeah. So you could take off after work on a Friday and be home by Sunday evening pretty comfortably? Oh, yeah. That would be such a great way to spend a day. I've done that trip as a day trip before. Mm -hmm. Uh, A friend of mine mentioned in front of me that she had never been east of the Cascades. And I was like, get in the car. We're leaving right now. (laughs) (laughs) let's go to another one the north coast loop so a great north coast loop i'm from the north coast so i love the north coast it's just to go up to astoria and down to like lincoln city and then come back on um highway 18 through the valley that's a really beautiful Mm -hmm. little trip a lot of people take highway 30 to get to astoria and if you've never done it or if you haven't done it seven thousand times in your life like i have that's a great route my preferred route to get to Astoria is to take Highway 26 to um, Highway 202 through Jewel. And it kind of like 202 kind of like takes you up north and west uh, through the coast range and spits you out just west of Astoria. So you can mm-hmm. like pop over to Astoria. You come down like the Young's River drainage, which is the Young's River is like a really beautiful river that... I never hear people talk about there's a cool waterfall you can stop and swim at. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you know, go to Astoria, go to the shipwreck, go to the little touristy towns, go to like the little cute towns that aren't touristy. I love the tunnel on the beach at Oceanside. I love Hug Point. It's the classic. Never get tired of that. (laughs) Cascade Head is really cool. And Hearts Cove is a great hike on Cascade Head. It's so, so beautiful. And that would be a great way to like end the day is to like hike out there and look at the little, there's like a little black sand beach at the end of the hike that you can see that always has like sea lions and stuff on it. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and then you can like hike back in the sunset through the spruce forest. It's very beautiful. 
Well, tell me one more that's a little bit of a longer trip, maybe a little bit packed for a weekend. But if you've got like a couple nights, where would you send us? So one of my favorite longer road trips is Crater Lake and the North Umpqua River. Not many people go to Southern Oregon. So um, this is kind of like a fun way to introduce yourself to the area if you're not super familiar. Uh, Crater Mm -hmm. Lake is like our only big national park. So that's an excellent experience. Crater Lake was kind of developed in that era of auto touring, like uh, Mount Rainier or Yellowstone or something like that, where, you Mm -hmm. know, you're meant to like drive around and it's very picturesque and there's very like nice, like well-developed stops and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, The lake is beautiful. I don't recommend taking every single stopping opportunity that they provide you with. You will get tired of looking <laughs> at the lake from every single angle. Like by the time you get yeah. to the end, you'll be like, all right, okay, we get it. Um, yeah, yeah. I've been to Crater Lake and the first two, you're like, this is amazing. And then you do yeah. a few more, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, it's still still gorgeous, but I should have just stayed at the first one and hung out <laughs> for a while. This is a really good way to like skip some of the crowds is to is to if everybody else is going like counterclockwise, like you go clockwise and stop at the stops that everybody was already sick of stopping at. Mm -hmm. There's some um, really great hikes in Crater Lake too. Mount Scott is uh, is actually like pretty high on the list of one of the taller peaks in the state of Oregon. And that is a really nice like half a day hike uh, around Crater Lake. But before you get to Crater Lake, really the best way to do this is, you know, to go uh, to go south to like Roseburg or whatever, and then go east along the North Umpqua River. Mm-hmm. I don't know, in my head, I just feel like it's nicer to kind of like open up the trip by like starting with this like super scenic drive of this really beautiful river. There's a lot of places to stop and do little waterfall hikes that are shorter. Most people know about Umpqua Hot Springs, which is mm-hmm. uh, at the mm-hmm. eastern end uh, of the highway. That's a beautiful hot springs. And there's a lot of really great camping. There's bears down there. I've seen some cute little bears last time I went hiking. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a pretty rugged area, but it's still, I feel like, really accessible for how wild it is. Mm -hmm. And for anyone who is sort of charting these courses and can't quite keep them straight in your brain, we're going to have all this information in the show notes. Well, Norther, thank you so much. I feel inspired. I'm going to buy a map. I'm (laughs) going to get myself a little bit lost, but not totally lost. And uh, just get out in the woods. Like, come on. What's my problem? I should just go do it, right? Just go. Just go. It's going to be good no matter what you choose. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, John. And now for your microdose of news. Trees planted by the city in East Portland have all died. The Portland Bureau of Transportation pledged to provide the known hotspot with shade and planted 30 trees in the Mill Park neighborhood using federal funds. A city contractor planted and watered the grove for a year, but when it was Peabot's turn to take over the watering, they just didn't do it. The Willamette quoted Peabot's spokeswoman, Hannah Schaefer, saying that watering trees is outside the Bureau's scope. In her own words, We only trim trees for visibility and clear brush. We simply are not set up for, nor have the skills for tree maintenance beyond that. Is she saying that the city doesn't have the resources or collective skills to water trees? Well, that's depressing. Also, Portland Rock Gym is planning to open the country's largest climbing facility in Beaverton Cedar Mill neighborhood. The 64,000 square foot gym will offer spaces for climbing, yoga, and other fitness activities. 
For even more local news and events, sign up for our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's.